0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: Fantasy Football Frenzy. Less than two weeks away from the NFL draft, it is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Coming at you on a Sunday afternoon live. Myself, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. And Tony Sincotta, a couple big stories going on around the NFL that we'll get into this week. Obviously, most importantly, being Des Bryant' reaction and fallout for that. Also, we had a mock draft on the channel this week, so want to look into and go through some of that, some of that a little bit later on in the program. But now, let me welcome in my man, Tony Sincotta. Tony, what's going on, brother?
0: Oh, not much. You know, a couple weeks to go, and your Dallas Cowboys uh, making some news. And uh, things are starting to get fired up. And the uh, Giants and Jets making some news, too, in this draft. Uh, Looking over the weekend, it looks like the Giants are not going to pick a quarterback with that number two pick. But what does that mean on draft day? Does that mean that they'll trade that pick? Or are they going to pick an offensive lineman there? Uh, That will be interesting. And it seems like the Jets have their man. And it's Baker
1: Mayfield. Baker Mayfield in New York I think is a good idea. Saquon Barkley also spotted this week. Wing New York Giant paraphernalia in a barbershop in Pennsylvania. Now, with that Whoa. being said, that could be, hey, the Giants gave me a sweatshirt while I was up there <laughs> visiting. Yeah. Or it can be, you know what? The Giants told me they're going to draft me, and I'm repping the New York Giants now. With that being said, it seems like Barkley would be smart enough to know if he goes – Anywhere when any team's apparel on, it's going to make it back to TMZ. TMZ will also bring that up a little bit later on and uh, the great work they do. Because, Tony, I want to get your opinion on this Chloe Kardashian situation with Tristan Thompson. I know it's not yeah. fantasy football related, but I think it's an interesting story. But let's it's start with Dez Bryant. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Different kind of fantasy. Yes. But let's start with Dez, Tony. News comes out uh, Friday afternoon that Des Bryant will be released by the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, it shakes up the NFL Twitterverse. Des Bryant also on social media giving his thoughts and opinions. Dez due $18 million from Dallas this season. It's going to be $8.5 million against the cap. Cowboys keep a little peace to themselves. Obviously, next year, this time, the Dallas Cowboys will be looking to get contract extensions done for Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. With that being said, Tony, smart move by the Cowboys?
0: Yes and no. Like, I want to know more how this went down. Like, Jerry's a a car salesman, and Jerry's the best at at, at getting it. Now, he met with Dez Bryant. Now, I expected this to happen. Dez, you're a cowboy. We love you, cowboy. Someday you're going to have your number up in the stadium, and you'll be one of the great cowboys in the history. Of the franchise, a proud franchise. Look at that stadium out there, Dez. Look at that stadium out there. Not every team has this, but I need you to play for $4 million this year. we got to rip up this contract. And that didn't happen. No.
1: Why didn't they try to get him for less money? Because there's the person who is running football operations in Dallas right now and has been running them for a few years, probably since. I would maybe even say since Bill Parcells has been gone. Stephen Jones, Jerry's son, <clears throat> has really taken over a lot of the player personnel uh, on this team, which Jerry would never give up, never hire a general manager. But Stephen Jones kind of acts as this team's GM. And Stephen Jones is in love with Bill Belichick, Robert Kraft, and the way Patriots do things. And I think that was a part of it. Now, I think even with Stephen Jones being that guy, I think Jerry probably would have pushed for a reducing salary. I think Stephen Jones wanted to cut because I feel as if Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott didn't want to be involved no more. I really do. Even though Dez has come out and said he doesn't think that this was a Dak Prescott thing, I think he won't say that. But I do think this was a Dak Prescott, Jason Garrett, and Stephen Jones decision. So I think Dez's
0: play has dropped significantly. But here's what I'm going to say. Dak, you're going to wish you had him about game four, or game five, because you got mm-hmm. nothing now. And in fact, if you guys go and sign Eric Decker, you actually could have the Boston Celtics of the NFL. Uh, you could have Ryan Switzer at wide receiver, Cole Beasley, and Eric Decker, and have three white guys out there, and that'll go well. And, we still
1: got Terrence Williams and Alan Hurts. <laughs> right, right, right.
0: But Alan's uh, on the DL a lot, so. Uh, That's going to be it. Hearns is interesting to me. If he's a,
1: like, who's the number one wide receiver on this team? Like, they're all in on Calvin Ridley now. I think they have to be all in on Calvin Ridley. I think that's the way they want to go. But I think in order to make that pick, Tony, I really feel like they have to get ahead of the Baltimore Ravens on draft day. And do they have the capital to do that? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I think
0: they have to move up. And I'm not sure the Ravens are going to pick Ridley, to tell you the truth. Uh, But. Someone will. Someone will take a mm-hmm. shot on them. Uh, so they're going to have to move up a little bit. There's no doubt about it. I think we're going to have the most trades that we've seen in a long time in this draft. I agree. And I'll tell you one other thing I would do if I was the Cowboys. And I don't know his contract status, so that, that this is a problem. I would actually kick the tires on Calvin Johnson, too. Interesting. You might as well at this point. Right. And even if he's under contract with Detroit, what's Detroit gonna want for him? A seventh round pick, sixth round pick? He's never gonna Take play a for shot. Detroit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's He'll not he's not gonna them. play for him. Yeah. Obviously a little bit later on, we'll get into some potential landing spots for Des Bryant, but I wanna talk about this thing with uh, Tony, with Dak Prescott. Now, we've seen this before. When they released Terrell Lowens, they said it was it to make it it was to make the offense more Romo friendly. Yeah. Romo did put up good years after that. The Cowboys obviously struggled at the wide receiver position. Terry Glenn and some guys like that filled in until they were able to get their hands on a true number one in Dez Bryant. That could be the same situation we're looking at now. Obviously, the Tony Romo-Dez Bryant era of Dallas Cowboy football. <clears throat> you could put the Marco Murray in that mix, too. That's now behind us with the release of Dez Bryant. With that being said, Tone— Dak Prescott, do you do you buy that this is something that's gonna make Dak Prescott better? Normally what you see in situations like this is no. one wide receiver wants the football so much that it forces the quarterback to consistently look at him. And without the quarterback consistently looking at Des Bryant, because the only thing Des Bryant was still elite in Tony was targets. Everything else, yes. he was mediocre, but he had elite level targets.
0: Here's the thing. Dak Prescott was a Pro Bowl quarterback in year one. Year two, I think he took a step back. And I don't know who Dak Prescott is, really. I I, I think he's a good quarterback. Can he be an up-echelon Yeah, he can. But I want to see, because here's the thing, is that people don't realize what the NFL game is is quarter, for quarterbacks is how good that they can go to a second and third wide receiver. And that's the problem with a lot of these guys in today's NFL, the younger players, is that, you know what, they could complete the pass if everything works right on that first receiver and sometimes even the second receiver. But after that, a lot of them will pick up and run. A lot of them start looking down at rushers. And I'm interested to see what Dak Prescott's going to do with no elite wide receiver there. And I think it makes the game more complex and – of course, he gets a little bit of a break because they run the ball so much and they have such a good running team that they get a little play-action pass uh, going there and it should be uh, able to do that better than everybody else. But I think it's going to make things a lot tougher. And when you mentioned that they got rid of Terrell Owens, I think Tony Romo was a guy that everybody had confidence in. I think Dak is uh, at least put us a little on the fence. and Terry Glenn when healthy... Was the number one wide receiver. He didn't have a long period in his career, but he had spots where he was as good. He was a first-round pick out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> can't wait till she gets here.
1: Now, <clears throat> yes, with that being yes. said, remember that, Tony?
0: <laughs> that, was the, that was the greatest. Like, nowadays you can't do that. Everybody's so politically
1: correct. Oh, like yeah, That's the way football fly. used to be. That'll never fly nowadays, Tony. A lot of things that go on Monday through Friday from 9 to 1. <laughs> 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 you know, Scooby-Doo, Pop-Pop. Now, with that being said, um, hit the situation with Dak is intriguing. Dak tends to look for... Cole Beasley, Jason Witten, those are guys that run more quarterback-friendly routes. But you're going to need weapons on the outside to make a play in those games where the running game is not going, not to mention the fact in those games where, you know, you're playing in one of the upper echelon teams and you need to make some plays in the fourth quarter. You need a player like Des Bryant, so to speak. Now, Des, obviously coming off a very poor season this last season. With that being said, I remember, Tony, watching a game that – Dak Prescott uh, was quarterbacking. Dez Bryant was healthy and on the field. Romo was in the broadcast booth. And Romo said a number of times, Dak is not placing the ball where Des Bryant likes it. Is that a Dak problem or is that a Dez problem? Uh, now that
0: is uh, I would think that's a playbook uh, situation, right? And I, Scott Linehan also what, a
1: part of the problem for Des Yeah, Bryan, too. so they, case, Scott Linehan didn't want Des Bryant there no more. Here's the thing people is that like a lot of times
0: you look at the the game right and it's just a quarterback throwing a receiver the ball but it's more than that like those plays are designed to throw the ball to the wide receiver on the outside throw the ball on the inside so that's a schematic situation there and everybody being on the same page on how to attack those plays and I, I'll tell you what I think the big problem is if, if someone wants to be the general manager if someone wants to be the president here maybe you need a coach because huh. I, I think this guy is a puppet. I really do. And and the reason I say that is that they have so many coordinators in Dallas. It's crazy. Like, they have the offensive pass, the passing coordinator. They have the running coordinator. They have the defensive pass court. Like, they have coaches up their ass. And – I Jason Garrett doesn't even wear a headset during the game. I mean, this thing has gotten out of control. And I think he's just like the rah-rah guy and takes care of you know the discipline
1: issues and things like that. I think they need a real coach. Do, okay, nobody – Jason Garrett <clears throat> is the best hand-clapping coach in the NFL. <laughs> he's on the sidelines clapping his hands all four quarters. Now, do you think – so you okay? D- Jason Garrett is not an X and O coach. No, Jason Garrett is a master motivator. And the, pro- the, th- 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 the problem is Garrett, at one time though, was an X and O guy. It was it was not
0: bad at it, but he just no, he wasn't. It, and they took it away from him, and now he's just
1: like you said it. He's a cheerleader. Here's the thing with Garrett. It's his celebrity as a Dallas Cowboy head coach. Not to mention, you know, Garrett spends the offseason going around talking to teams, motivating baseball teams, motivating basketball teams, motivating college teams. He's more or less on the, on the motivational speaking circuit in the offseason because he's known as that master motivator. Phil Jackson was not an X and O guy. He was a master no. motivator. But he had one guy that he relied Tex Winter. on. Uh, Tex Winters. Tex Winters, right? So everybody mm-hmm. knew that was a thing. I think at Dallas, there's too many coaches there. Could be the case also. Going to be interesting to see how they attack that situation. They probably need to get a general manager and uh, let Stephen Jones going back to being one of Daddy's guys. But Stephen Jones wants to run it like the New England Patriots, and this is a New England Patriot move right here to get, you know, the, the Cowboys were not in the spot. To pay eighteen million dollars to a wide receiver? No, this year. but not a wide receiver is, who was on on the downside of his career. Yeah, I think he was down the downside
0: of his career too, and I think he's. But I, I, I think you have to look around and say, Hey, what's the? But he's spending what we got. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh-huh. and you, he, like I said, and I think Dez – would have went hook, line, and sinker for, you know, this is your legacy. You want to be a Dallas Cowboy. You want your number retired. Like, Jerry Jerry could have sold anybody
1: anything. Jerry could have sold them. I don't understand why they didn't do it. I think, it, I, Tony, nobody agrees with me on this. I think it was out of Jerry's hands. This is hard to say that because he's Jerry Jones, but I really think when it comes to personnel matters, I think Stephen Jones is taking over and Stephen Jones is playing by. The numbers. He's not. Steven Jones removes the emotions. See, Jerry's emotional. That's my guy. He's a Dallas Cowboy. He's like a son to me. I love him. Steven Jones is like, he's going to cost us $18 million this year. Let's get rid of him.
0: Yeah, Blewett actually just texted me. Mike Blewett, uh, you guys can go to YouTube and check out the mock draft that we did uh, for the NFL draft. He says, Dak to Dez, 52% completion rate last year, lowest
1: combination in the NFL in 2017. There you go right there, especially for that amount of targets. Yeah. So it, it is counterproductive. As a fan, you want to see him there because what he's meant to the team for all of these years. But from the business side of it, Tony, it probably was the right move to make. I would say more get him to agree with the pay cut, not just release him outright. Now you have a motivated player who on his way out of the door said, you'll see me twice next year. But that's not going to happen because no team in the NFC East currently is interested. The only team that would make sense, and and I believe
0: they're not interested, and I believe they don't have cap room, is the Washington Redskins. Right? That's the only team that makes any sense. Uh, Eagles are, are pretty loaded. The Giants uh, are loaded. Um, I really think that we'll get a situation. The Redskins. I don't see them put on a Redskins uniform. When we come back from break, I think there's only one team Dez should go for. And they should sign him. And he, it doesn't matter what they'll pay him. If I was Dez, I'd take the minimum salary just to prove a point to Jerry and, and the team and maybe uh, take a Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, no doubt. I think there are a couple of scenarios out there in situations. I don't know. We'll find out after the break if you're talking about the same one that I'm talking about. But obviously, as you know, as these things take place and shake through, people begin to monitor these players on social media. And Des Bryant followed four members of one team on social media. Let you know what that team is when we come back on the other side. Not to mention the fact that mock draft that you talked about, we'll be getting into that a little bit later on in the program. Tristan and Chloe. Oh, I love this story right here, Tone. (laughs) My man Tristan Thompson needs to be more discreet in his uh, (laughs) – Nighttime activities. But by the same token, I don't know if you can blame the young man if you saw some of the pictures that I saw, because it looks like Tristan Thompson was living his finest life, life, while his girlfriend was getting ready for birth. So when we come back on the other side, a little bit of TMZ talk, plus, we'll let you know what team, what players? players of what team Des Bryant followed for members of. It's Fancy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. The exec and Tony Sincotta. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. The exec and Tony Sincotta. Having a good time. Breaking down this Des Bryant stuff. Got the mouth draft that uh, Mike Blewett, Joe Lisi, and Rich Shermanello competed well, did the other night. Get you some of those results as we move throughout the course of the program. If you're going to get involved, listening live. 844-843-6879. Telephone number to uh, do just that. So, when you look. Through. Well, first, you know what, Tony? Let's do let's do the Chloe thing, the Chloe and Tristan thing, because I think this is wonderful. So, Tristan Thompson is um, now the father of his second child, this child being with the um, ever popular Chloe Kardashian of the Khloe Kardashian clan. Now, when Chloe and Tristan, now Chloe's um, NBA career goes back to Rashad McCants, then you have James Harden. And a number of other NBA players who have um, spent time with Khloe Kardashian. Tristan Thompson, though, is the guy that I guess you can say gets the um, the winner, goes to the winner's circle as uh, they get into a relationship. LeBron James once instantly said, rumored to have said to uh, Mr. Thompson, don't want her around the team. I think Khloe picking out Tristan is a play on the Kardashian clan side to get closer to LeBron James, you know, the celebrity athlete. Now when Chloe met Tristan, Tristan had a girlfriend that was eight months pregnant. He leaves uh. his girlfriend and he starts dating uh Miss Chloe Kardashian. Ooh, now this week reports come out that uh Tristan Thompson has been uh caught in some situations. Situation in D- in a DC nightclub, kissing and rubbing on two young ladies, and then of course situation this past last weekend in a New York City nightclub when the calves were up here, where um photographed in the club with a young lady, then it's photographed in the hotel with the young lady, then this photographed of the young lady leaving the hotel with her overnight bag. Young lady, oh. very good looking young lady, Tony. I don't think they were up there playing poker or blackjack. I think they were playing hide the salami, and yes, all could have obviously. Well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. no, he is an NBA masseuse. player. You're right. Maybe yeah, interrupt right? there. Uh, th- <laughs> that so, Tristan, go with that one. <laughs> Tony, the, cl- the 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 video from the club in DC. Tristan sitting down, the two young ladies sitting next to him. Tristan reaches over between his legs and starts to grab on his manhood. <clears throat> yeah. The young ladies then oblige. They seem to be thrilled about it as Kristen stands there proud. Uh, Tony, Tristan Thompson needs to uh, practice being more discreet when you have a clan of Kardashians following your every move after you're getting ready to give birth to your second child. Yeah, like this is the
0: thing that people don't realize is that there are cameras everywhere, every single place you go. Like if you want to go in a church parking lot, there are cameras somewhere in there. And when you're of that... That nature and people like TMZ are willing to pay for video. This is not going to work out well. Um, I would think that. I would never say I was tri- like you can go and obviously they know you're an NBA player, but if I was Tristan Thompson, right, mm-hmm. the first thing I would do is when I when I go off to girls and I meet girls and we're on the road, I would tell them I was Gianna Santacunpo.
1: <laughs> See the problem with that is it's a good idea, Tony. The problem with that is, all of these girls watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians, so they know uh. exactly who you are, and they would love to say, "Oh, I was with Khloe Kardashian's baby." Oh now. yeah, of
0: course you would.
1: I mean, it's because funny, that's a notch right? on their that's a notch on their belt. Yeah,
0: me and Cle- oh, I don't know the Kardashians, but we do the same guy.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean that's crazy, right? I mean that is crazy. Now I heard and I don't know if this is true, that Tristan's defense in this, this thing is he doesn't like um making love to pregnant women.
1: <laughs> and he's just a man and he needs to you know, do his thing. Is that true? I'm not sure if that's true or not for third trimester Tristan. Um, It does seem like he appears to have a problem with making love to women after they um, are carrying his child, uh, Tony. So I do find that part interesting. I mean, I think I I hear a lot of stories about guys thinking
0: that, they're afraid they're gonna dent the baby's head, but that's not a possibility. Like, <laughs> for people
1: out there, that doesn't well, Tony, happen. So, maybe it is a possibility ahead. for Tristan, Tony. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, He's afraid to could actually, that story might work too. I don't
1: know. I mean, Tristan is a lot. Now, do you think she's gonna forgive him? But The latest I've heard, Tony, is that she was very upset. Now, the, the child was born the next day. Um, oh, she, was, she was very <laughs> upset. Tristan was at the actual birth. He was there in Cleveland for the birth of the child. Um, from what the rumors are saying is that more or less, Chloe was more or less saying to Tristan that he needed to be more discreet. Oh. How about that? I think that girl's a keeper. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy, right? That's crazy. Uh, Chloe hey, moves number, up to your your number one seed of Kardashians. Is Chloe now, now your number know, one on. seed?
0: What was that guy's name? Frenchie Montana that she used to
1: go out with? Yeah, French Montana.
0: That was the craziest thing ever. This guy, I don't know what language he was speaking, man. I couldn't understand a damn word he said. And yet, he's a rap singer, right? And yeah, yet, he's a, he's he can't even
1: speak English. Uh, uh French is from the Bronx, but yeah. His he's, his origin is goes back to Morocco. Oh. And uh and, and North Africa, which I I'm, I'm not sure what language that would be. Maybe it's uh, maybe is it <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't want to speculate.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was the craziest thing. And this guy was uh he was
1: out there. You and know the uh, twins from Rock and Rollies, the two twins Tony from Rock and Rollies? No. So a, a set of twins from Rock and Rollers that are also from Morocco. So I'll do some investigating from you on for you on that. Oh, they're twins. Like, do you have any uh, photos with them in the middle? No, I don't.
0: I wish I did. I don't. And then he could title it "The Meat in the Sandwich."
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tristan's <laughs> Tristan's discretion.
0: That's crazy. Oh those, man, these NBA players, the life. Like I don't, like I'm thinking about this now. So you play a game in New York, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have time to go to the club.
1: What time does the plane? Leave I think the they went. City? I think they went to. I think they got to New York early. Then oh, the night. Before? That's the night. Yeah, the night before. Then they had the game the next day. Okay, so you can sleep till one, two o'clock in the afternoon. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm quite sure. Uh, he was well rested after he um did what he has to do. My thing with Tristan Thompson is Tony, you're seven twelve, dude. Everybody knows it's you. What are you yeah, doing? That, you can't like I can, if I was a celebrity, I may be able to hide because I'm average size. When you're seven foot thirteen, you're not going to be able to hide.
0: Yeah, but the problem is that here's the problem for Thompson and a lot of people out there, is that Craigslist took out the personal ads because they got in a lot of trouble. So you can't get them to come to your house on Craigslist anymore. So maybe he feels it's, it's, like he has to. He has to go. It's, out. it's, it's ways around that. <laughs> <laughs> now, our program director Mike Cardano, mm-hmm. uh, he he never got a massage before, and really, so he was asking me and Craig about how you go about getting a massage. Like he, he was thinking that you go in a massage and they just give you a happy ending three minutes, you know, into the facts. No, no, no yeah, you get and, you warmed yeah, up first. Yeah, and I tell them no, they give you a real massage, and then they, you know, they accidentally hit your genitals and say you like, <laughs> uh, and then if you say yeah, they follow up with, "Are you the police?" And then uh and then what you, you say, say no I'm
1: Scott Engel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then they ask are you a, uh, you what do uh are you going to tip me? <laughs> <laughs> so I said there's a, there's a three yes
1: process before that. Yeah. Well you got to put the no in there for the police question. Yes, oh yes 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 yes. You yes, yes. yeah, can't answer <laughs> yes to all of them. You got to put the no in there. Oh man, a, Tony! What are these c- celebrity athlete? If you're LeBron James, you got to be thinking to yourself, "I'm about to start." I told this guy not to get involved with these Kardashians, and now I'm about to start a playoff run. And this is what I don't want: nobody in the locker room asking us questions about Tristan Thompson and the Kardashians.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? I never thought about it like that. You know what? I, I if someone <laughs> that would be like. I guess it depends if it's after a win or a loss. If it's after a win, I would probably, I would probably f with the reporter. Like I would like just make up some crazy stuff. But
1: after a loss, I could
0: see how you could be pissed off.
1: I think what it, what it is. I think he'll he'll play the zero dark twenty three thing and be like, I've got off social media. I don't know what's going on. That's what I think he does <laughs> if he's asked about it. That's, but I know, see, see, knowing how the Kardashians get down, Tony. If Tristan Thompson plays for. The Orlando Magic or a team that does not have LeBron James on it. Is he even dating Khloe Kardashian?
0: That's a great question. No, I don't think so. They've upped their games as far as as far as uh, celebrity athletes, right? They've exactly. Their games. They 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 went for, they started out of Chris Humphreys with uh, um, you know Kim and
1: now you and can always you can go all the way back to uh, what's the guy that played for the Cowboys wide receiver, Miles Austin. Oh, yeah. Reggie Bush, yeah. Reggie Bush, yeah. Miles Austin, Rashard McCants, Lamar Odom—the list goes on and on. But Reggie was a
0: star back then when he—he he was, came. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Reggie was a big star back then. You know, it's funny—I I, I, I watch that show every once in a while. Like, if you're changing the channels, all of a sudden you see this hot chick, right? And you stop, and then you go, "Oh, Jesus, this this show again." And then I start finding myself rooting for Scott Disick. Like, this is a guy that just gets drunk every day. And somehow he never got married to his girl, but they've had three babies.
1: And she kicks him out, but she's always in bed with him a, a, you know, a week or two later. You know what, Tony? Here's the thing about the keeping up with the Kardashians, housewives of whatever city, loving oh, hip-hop. I like those shows. Whenever you – if you stop and you watch two minutes, they got you for the rest of the season.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what show was really bad? It was the Basketball Wives one. Oh, um, yeah, that was.
1: I was like, oh, my God, these ladies are crazy. Very catty. <laughs> Basketball Wives. That, is the, uh, the, that show is Basketball Wives is executive produced by Shawnee O'Neill. When Shaq got the word that this show was coming out, yeah. he, lawyered, he lawyered up and was like, never at any moment can you mention my name on these programs. <laughs> <laughs> Shaq is, uh, you know, Shaq
0: is amazing because he's on, like, every commercial now. and like he's Number one pitch amazing- man in
1: sports. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. He's done an amazing job. And if he wants to, I think he could go Michael Strahan and uh, be on a
1: mainstream show. I think so too. I think Shaq has that kind. When he first started on Inside the NBA on TNT, he was terrible. But yeah. now he's become he he was horrible, but you've really seen him his growth as a uh, as a member of the media. He's still not
0: he's not as good with Barkley there because Barkley's such a
1: presence. Yeah. But on his own, he's really good. Yeah. So I'm a, I'm a am I'm a fan of Shaq and uh you know and his son getting ready to go to UCLA. Tony man, we're getting old. If you look at some of these players oh, yeah, whose yeah, sons yeah. are getting ready. Yeah, yeah. Shaq's son is going to use, will be a freshman at UCLA. Ron Ortiz has a son that's going to be playing big time college ball soon. Um I saw this earlier this week. Ocho Senko Junior is getting ready to be a freshman at Arizona State. I thought Ocho Senko was never married. I don't, I don't. <laughs> 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 Chloe, Chloe and Tristan ain't married either, Tony. <laughs> so, so,
0: um, you yes. know what? When I watch that I, Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, it reminds me back to the Roto Experts days of working with Scott Engel. Like, yeah. You like him, but you want to kill him every once in a while. Like, you really every now and then. And I feel like Shaq wants to go over there and really pummel Barkley. Sometimes I think those two get serious, so it is a very entertaining program. And Uh, I think Charles knows how to get under his skin, and he
1: he really does. Uh huh. I think he's the instigator. Oh, yeah, all the time. And Ernie's just sitting there like, why me? But then he's probably like, this is a hell of a Ernie's like, like Sussman. I'm a very serious broadcaster. What are you guys doing? <laughs> and how, how's that working? Um, <laughs> hey, Tone, but let me tell you something, though. They've had the best studio show in sports for like a decade now. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. No and doubt. nobody nobody can compete with him. Have you watched the new ESPN show, Get Up, with uh, Michelle yes. Beadle, Jalen yes. Rose, and Mike Greenberg? I love Beadle yes. and Green, I love Beadle and Rose. Greenberg, eh. My, so poor
0: Mike. Um, I, I'm telling you, I feel bad for the guy. Mike Green, like I said with Shaq. Like I said, Shaq he could go, Michael Strahan, and he could be a guy on a regular show and I think can do well. Mike Greenberg wants to be that guy. And he broke up a 20-year show to try to be that guy, and then they stuck him in this show where he's, like, trying to be serious. And Michelle Beadle can go both ways. Jalen Rose is a guy that, you know what, he's a cool guy. He can talk on any subject, but he takes it from uh, a different angle.
1: Yeah. And Greenberg's lost on the show. A better host of that show would have been Scott Van Pelt. Oh, you're right <laughs> Scott van Pelt would be better for that show, or maybe yeah. even trey or maybe even trey Wingo that show is not for greenberg Jalen's come a long way too he's does he really show. has he's been in the media for a while now and he yeah. and, and uh and he and he's all and he, you're right he has come a long way, and his ability to speak on every sport every topic yeah. makes him if if e s p n was to let him go, he'd be scooped up immediately. Yeah, he he certainly would. Uh, but that show, yeah, I don't I don't
0: understand the difference though. To me, it's not a great show, and I, I don't understand why you you know to make the transition from Mike to Mike to that didn't make any sense because that's not anything different. Like they wanted a TV show as opposed to a radio show on TV. Yeah, I don't even think that's a TV show. I don't even know what I I wouldn't even know what I classify it as.
1: I've only seen clips. Obviously, haven't had a chance to see the whole thing. I'm normally working while that program is on. They do that program in New York City down on the South Street Seaport. But um, it has not um, – like I said, I've only seen clips from what I've seen. I'm like, man, this is supposed to be Scott Van Pelt's job right here or, or somebody else with a little bit more um, personality than Greenberg. But um, – they don't break down Tristan and Chloe quite like we do. You get all that stuff right here. Now, when we come back on the other side, <clears throat> we'll get back into some fantasy football talk. Let you know what these are. These players are that Des Bryant followed on Twitter. Let you know some other options. Me and Tony run through that. See what could be the right landing spot for Des Bryant and how he can help or hurt you in fantasy football in 2018. It's the Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Fantasy football frenzy right here on F N T S Y Radio. The exec Tony Sincata breaking down for you some of the goings on in the NFL. TMZ, whatever the case may be, we got you covered. Talk about Good the mock draft they had on the channel. Up. What's up? Good news yesterday.
0: Ohio State uh, had you know a lot of the colleges yesterday had their uh, their scrimmage games S- where they spring game yeah yeah and Ryan Shazier was at the Ohio State game. Took a golf cart to the middle of the field, stepped out of it, stood up, put his arms in the air,
1: and the crowd went wild. Uh, Yes, Shazier also at a Pittsburgh Penguins game this week stood up and led the Go Penguins chant. So uh, definitely good to see Ryan Shazier back on the road to recovery. He wants to play football again. Steelers have obviously already said that he would not be playing in the 2018 campaign. But also, we obviously want to see Ryan Shazier um, begin to uh, get his life back together. Health more important, ability to walk and get back with his family and stuff like that. I believe he has young children. So definitely uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the Shazier family. Speaking of Ryan Shazier, this is an awkward transition. I have a lady friend, Tony, that I have been kind of dating off and on for the past year and a half or so. And about two weeks ago, me and her were having a conversation via text. The conversation ended with, lose my number, don't ever talk to me again. She said this to me. I, yeah. so I replied, goodbye. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to tell me twice. Friday afternoon, obviously, I lost the number. I Thought nothing of the woman. Two weeks later, this Friday afternoon, her number pops up in my text message. It says, one image attached. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe she wants some more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, I opened it up, and the image was a screenshot of a tweet that Des Bryant has been released by the Dallas Cowboy. She said when I saw this, I spit out my drink and I immediately thought about you. I got a lot of text messages like that over the weekend about people thinking about me when this Des Bryant thing happened. But to this specific text, Tony, you think I got another shot? <laughs> yeah. Like this is
0: obvious to me, right? So she she got a little uh she got a little hot. She got a little crazy. And then she's like, you know, a couple weeks later, ah, you know, maybe it wasn't that bad, whatever. Uh, This gives me an opening, and I don't have to lose my pride after telling him there. And so um, did you
1: respond back to the text uh, of the uh, Des Bryant cut? Yeah, I sent her the video of when I was on the air when when the story broke and how I was almost moved to tears. So that was my response, and I responded like yes, it was very painful. And then that was it, Tony. I'm not pushing the issue, but obviously I agree with you. This was trying to be uh trying to get an in, you know what I mean? Uh,
0: I wonder I hope she doesn't wait till Dak Prescott gets caught to text you again.
1: It'll be a long time, Tony. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a celebrity and have a couple of Kardashians of my own running around by then. <laughs> you, think, you think you would go that route? You'd go a couple of Kardashians? Kardashians are red carpet. That's red carpet. Take a couple of pictures, go back to the hotel. That's it. That's how you handle the Kardashian clan.
0: Mm. I think that you know it's very interesting because uh, I guess it all depends on what you're looking for. At that point, right? Because you have all these opportunities, you can get whatever you want. And to go the Kardashian route with another celebrity, sometimes has to be a pain in the in the neck.
1: Yeah, from what I've heard, the positives of that is they have a real strong family bond. And once you get in that family, you're always considered family, and they take very good care of you. And you know they got a. A sugar honey iced tea load of money to do so with Tony. They, they have almost, so much money; it don't matter yeah. who the money belongs to. They almost killed Lamar Odom, though. And then they brought him back to life too. <laughs> <laughs> when he got in the, when Odom got into that thing, Tony, they was like, "This dude was half dead." Six he weeks is. later, after they took him back in, he looked like he could play ball again. He's uh, he's ready. I to wonder go. what they have. Money besides now, money. <laughs>
0: now, Tiger Woods did it differently, right, than the Kardashians' thing. Now, Tiger, of course, uh, he went with a white woman that was a nanny.
1: Yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. She was a nanny. I didn't know that was out there.
0: Yeah, she was a golfer. She was one of the golfers' nannies. Tiger Woods
1: don't care, though. You know, Tiger Woods be I hop. You know, Waffle House, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Whatever Tiger Woods, whatever Tiger Woods could find one at, he was like, "Let's go for it." So this
0: nanny, all of a sudden, became. She probably did well as a nanny, though. I mean, she was a good nanny for a PGA golfer. Uh, but she went from a nanny to probably a hundred million
1: dollars after the divorce, right? No doubt about it. She don't have to be a nanny ever again. That's pretty awesome. She don't have to. She probably got her own nanny now. <laughs> that's crazy, but it's true, right? Mm-hmm. So now she's able to hire a nanny. How about that, Jeez. Tiger Woods? A Swedish nanny.
0: Uh, that's what he had, that Tiger Woods. He, he just, You know, there's a lot of movies about that. I think probably Lisa Ann's been a Swedish nanny once in a while. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think that's been a role that she's played?
0: I'm thinking. I'm thinking that's the way uh, that she's gone about it. But, you know. It's awesome. They call him an all pair. It was actually Jesper Ponovic, a uh, former PGA player, uh, his nanny.
1: Oh, okay. I, I, this is news to me. I, I never knew that story. All right, yeah, so so see? here's the deal. <laughs> Des Bryant uh, on Instagram over the weekend, he followed DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, Deshaun Watson, yep. and Will Fuller. This
0: is where he's going. I'm 100% gay guaranteeing this. They're $35 million under the cap. Dez is going to learn a new position. Dez is going to play the slot, and Dez is going to add five years to his career and put up Julian Edelman uh, numbers playing in that game, and they will absolutely be able to tell Jerry Jones, this is what a Super Bowl trophy
1: looks like. And now you got the situation where Des Bryant gets to stay in Texas. Des Bryant obviously yes. very close to the communities of Dallas and Houston. Des being the East Texas guy. He was a big he played a big part in helping out with the hurricane relief in Houston last year. I do think Des Bryant is going to explore and kick the tires on becoming a Houston Texan. The Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans do play this year. The game is in Houston, not in Dallas. I got to guess that the NFL is going to put that game on Monday Night Football very early in the season.
0: I believe, though, that they play twice this year because I believe they play in the preseason as well. They do
1: play in the preseason. Yes, they do. They play so, the, I believe the game is called the Governor's Cup. Yes, so uh, there, Dez gets his wish to play
0: uh, the Cowboys twice. One might not count, but he gets to play his wish to play twice.
1: And I know he's going. I know he's going. I know he's he's going to wish that game was in Texas Stadium. But the Cowboys are on the road now. Obviously, the NFL schedule hasn't been released. Here's the thing about the NFL schedule: they've released the preseason schedule already. They're going to release the schedule a little while after the draft. So they're going to release the schedule. One night in May, while the NBA playoffs are in the second round, and the release of that schedule would draw more television viewers than the NBA playoff game that's going on at the same time. I think so, unless it's... Uh, the Cavaliers uh, or the sec- Warriors. Yeah, that's
0: what I was going to say. <laughs> the Cavaliers or mm-hmm. the Warriors. And maybe uh, maybe the Rockets with Mr. Harden's... Uh, that's true, too. Seem to, people seem to go a, a, a little a crazy with uh, James Harden. <laughs> Uh, there so uh the Warriors came out flying in game 1 and uh showed and I like Jermon Green he says people people forgot how dangerous we were
1: speaking of that tony nice win not impressed no not impressed <laughs> that that team can't score the Spurs can't no. score oh the Spurs, the Spurs no yeah this is the worst Spurs team I've ever seen They can't score. And the reason why they can't score is because they have an $18 million player who refuses to play even though he's been medically cleared by the organization for four months now.
0: This is the craziest situation because, first of all, nobody knows why he isn't playing. And second of all, he's not even on the bench with the team in a playoff game. He is not even traveling with the team. That's crazy. Crazy. If I was, if I was, I don't know who's in charge there. Like, I don't know, like who's the dominant player that's like the captain of that team because Lebancis all just doesn't seem to be that guy. He's not that but kind Tony of guy. Tony pa- yeah, Tony Parker and Maginu If all a- of a sudden this this guy came back and was ready to go, like Game Three, I would tell co- the coach, we don't want him. Yeah, I,
1: I agree. been, I've been with <laughs>
0: us all year. If we're going to lose, we're going to lose. I don't want him on, uh, yeah.
1: Apparently, a couple of weeks ago, they had a closed-door players-only meeting. Pop was not allowed in the meeting. In that meeting, I think manager was the one holding court. They specifically asked him, are we going to have you at any time this season for this run? He told them, I don't know. And I believe at that point, Nobly was like, then we don't need to have you at all. Yeah. Like you, like that is the craziest this is, thing ever, Tony. This is one of the most interesting yet less least talked about stories in sports because you got this model organization with this great yep. head coach that do things the right way, and Kawhi Leonard has been a has been a tremendous player on and off the court. What happened this past off season? That caused this rift to the fact where this guy got paid eighteen million dollars and played in nine games. So what usually happens is this: is
0: that people in the know know what's going on, and like, like this, you know, and there's, nobody knows what's going on here because Mock, Jackson, and Jeff Van Kandy talked about this on the TV. They were like, "I would love to know what's going on. How this guy is not even here at the game." And who is his people? Like, they always quote his team. He's going, who
1: is his team? Like, what the hell is going on here? So nobody knows what the actual truth is in that situation. Now, here's the thing. I talked to some people that know the NBA. They could not give me exact specifics, even though they're working on it. But. The guy that Kawhi Leonard relies on the most is his uncle. I think his uncle's name is Denard Robinson or something like that, or they call him Uncle Rob or something like that. That's the guy who has Kawhi Leonard's ear since Kawhi Leonard has been a high school athlete. He's the guy that handled Kawhi Leonard's career. He's had some other dust-ups and mix-ups with with the organization when Kawhi was younger, but it's been quiet for a while now. But that's Kawhi Leonard's guy. Now, the only thing that would make sense
0: to me and, uh, and this doesn't it it, ma- it would make sense, but it doesn't seem to be the case. Is uh, if Mister um, if Mister <laughs> if Mister Kawhi Leonard or his people were hardcore Republicans, in a tide of Greg Popovich always uh, popping off about all these political, like all of a sudden Greg Popovich has become the uh, uh, political uh, uh, landscape of the whole world and tells everyone what's right or what's wrong. And it's like, dude, just coach a basketball team.
1: Tony, you don't agree with my you don't you don't agree with my ticket, my Pop Kerr 2020 ticket. Pop oh my God! 20, Pop <laughs> Kerr 2020. I don't care who's the president. I don't care who's the vice president. My ticket is not Oprah Winfrey. It's Pop Kerr. Pop Kerr 2020. <laughs> now, Steve Kerr, I can get behind because he's
0: got a lot of. I think he's got a lot of. Uh, he's got a lot of good things, and he he, he uh, does a good job there. But Popovich, I'll tell you what I. Yesterday, I was watching the game, and the poor girl that does the interviews in between the Lisa, quarters, Lisa, Lisa Saltis, he just gave her one-word answers and basically said "f you" to her, right? And she's mm-hmm. just trying to do her job. And you know what? I said, this guy's an a-hole. Like, people give this guy a pass. This girl's trying to do her job, and he's purposely sabotaging the interview, and it's not funny anymore. You've been doing it for a while. The girl's trying to do her job. You're, an a- You're just an a-hole.
1: Salters covered the NBA on the sidelines for a long time. I think that she is – she probably knew that was coming, but she figured she just had to get through it. To me, it seems like the pop is the kind of guy that after the game will apologize or something like that. But but did you you see the post-game press conference yesterday? As soon as he Uh, sat down, he was like, what do you got? First person asked the question, he said, I'm so tired of this already. I can't deal with this any longer. Yeah. I mean, this guy has really – He went from a guy that was
0: a a very good coach. It it reminds me a lot of Phil Jackson, to tell you the truth. A very good coach and then just became so full of himself and thinks he can do whatever he wants. And his team's falling apart. His interviews suck. He's now the head coach of the USA basketball team.
1: I I think he's falling apart. Oh, I didn't know he's USA basketball's head coach now. Yeah, he took over Shazeski. Wow. I thought that job would have went to somebody else. But Pop, obviously, yeah. uh, is a guy that gets it done. All right, right quick, Des Bryant, uh, we already discussed Washington. Do you think San Fran would be in the running?
0: No. I think that would be a nightmare. Uh, they got some decent wide receivers. they got a young quarterback, a young team. They don't need – that would be like back in the day bringing T.O. Nobody's like T.O. Um I think Des Bryant would demand the ball. I, I don't think he fits in with a young team. I think he goes to a team that's one step away from being a competitor.
1: The Baltimore Ravens have signed Michael Crabtree and John Brown in the offseason. Can they be a landing spot for Bryant?
0: They can be, but I don't know how that's attractive to Des Bryant, to tell you the truth. Right? Unless I they're agree. the only team that wants me, I don't want to go there. I mean, I, I I what's I, the
1: best wide receiver season that's been in the last 10 years? You got a quarterback that can't throw the ball more no more than nine yards down the field yeah. all of a sudden. Yeah. I right, the Houston Texans we both agreed on. Think they're the front runner. What about the Seattle Seahawks?
0: Seahawks are nice. it you be outside of Doug Baldwin. You you, uh, you go to a dysfunctional locker room where you'll feel comfortable. Um I think, yeah, I think that works. And the other team is the Green Bay Packers. I don't see Des Bryant liking the Wisconsin atmosphere, playing in the cold, a guy from Texas, Oklahoma. But to play with Aaron Rodgers, revive a career. And get back to the Dallas
1: Cowboys because you know those – now they might play twice. If the Cowboys can make the playoffs and the Packers have been a thorn in the Cowboys' side the past couple years – That's
0: I I don't see it working out because they're a very conservative organization, but they need a receiver, man. (laughs) And he needs a team. He does. What about
1: the Jacksonville Jaguars?
0: They they got they sort of have cap issues. Like if he would take a one year contract, they would sign him. But next year they got Jalen Ramsey's a free agent and and one other young defensive players. So they got some cap problems coming up. Right, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, that they would absolutely uh, jump on him. I believe. I believe that. Uh, yeah, North Tur- was North
1: there at all when Dez when Dez was there. Never. I can't remember. Never, never played together. Mm-hmm. Ne- ne- never worked together. Uh, North was rumored to be um, to join the coaching staff at one point when Jason Garrett got the job. North, North, yeah. North was a guy that was they were hot on. They didn't bring him in, and finally, like when every big name veteran is released, the New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots are actually deeper at wide receiver than people think. I, I, unless he wanted to play for the minimum salary, I don't think they do it. All right, here you go, fantasy football frenzy. Fantasy executive Tony Sinkata still got plenty of good fantasy football talk coming up right here on FNTSY Radio.